This is the EPLOG audio experience. The views, thoughts and opinions expressed are the host's own and do not represent the views, thoughts and opinions of EPLOG Media Private Limited. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes and or entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. This is the story of a young orphan girl whose entire life changed when one fine day out of the blue she was adopted by the president of her country this young girl belonged to the skies she would grow up to become the world's first female fighter pilot and inspire millions in her country this is the story of sabiha gokchan sabiha was born on the 22nd of march 1913 in bursa a city in northwestern turkey during the gruesome turkish war of independence sabiha lost both of her parents when she was just 7 years old subsequently she was taken care by her older brother but the years of war would come to an end in 1923 turkey became a republic under the leadership of mustafa kemal atatürk 700 years of rule by the Ottoman Empire had come to an end. Atatürk became the first president of Turkey and established several policies that built and modernized the nation. He gave women the rights to vote and stand for elections, making Turkey one of the first countries in the world to do this, even before many European countries. He established the new Turkish alphabet and declared the country as a secular state. These are just a few of the reforms made by Atatürk to model the modern Turkey. And so, he is fondly remembered as the founding father of the nation. Following independence, Atatürk began traveling to every nook and corner of his new republic to assess the post-war damage. In 1925 he finally arrived in Bursa. Fate had it that Atatürk was staying right next door to Sabiha's house. As Atatürk was walking in the garden, 12-year-old Sabiha went up to him and told him her story and desire to study at a boarding school. Atatürk was stunned by this young girl's bluntness. He saw something special in her. After only a few seconds of contemplation, Atatürk asked Sabiha if she would like to join him with the rest of his adopted children in Ankara, the capital of Turkey. Sabiha was overjoyed. She wanted to say yes immediately, but knew better not to. She told Atatürk that she would only join him, but she needed the permission of her family first. And so Atatürk personally asked Sabiha's eldest brother if he could take her to Ankara. Just one meeting with the president changed the course of Sabiha's life. The next day, she was adopted by Atatürk and taken to Ankara. There, she was raised alongside her new sisters. She attended primary school before heading off to Istanbul to fulfill her dream of attending boarding school. Atatürk saw great potential in aviation. The future is in the skies, he would say. 
He took the now 23-year-old Sabiha along with him to the Turkish flight school's airshow. Sabiha watched with astonishment as pilots from all over the world glided their planes through the sky. She wanted to do it too. Sitting next to her, Atatürk noticed the glint of amazement in Sabiha's eyes. He leaned over and asked her, "Do you want to fly a plane too?" Sabiha immediately said yes. And the very next day, Sabiha was enrolled in the Turkish flight school as its first female trainee ever. With this feat, Sabiha represented an entire generation created by Atatürk, one of innovation and equality. In 1935, the flight school sent eight of their best students to Crimea for more advanced training. Sabiha was one of them and the only female student. She had quickly become one of the best trainees within the school and impressed her teachers. She completed her flight training and successfully obtained her pilot's license, making her the first ever female fighter pilot in the world. But there was still more to achieve for Sabiha. Not even the sky was the limit for her. In 1936, women were still not allowed to enroll into the army. But Atatürk ordered a special provision for Sabiha. She was sent to the Turkish Aviation School where she trained for 6 months to become a war pilot. On the 3rd of August 1937, Sabiha finally got her military flight wings and becomes the first woman in the Turkish army. In the same year, she became the first Turkish woman to participate in a national military operation during the very controversial Dersim rebellion. This news made front page headlines all over the world. The Turkish nation was being lauded for their progressiveness and Sabiha for her accomplishments. She was awarded the Murasa medal by the prime minister himself for her achievements and loyalty to Turkey. In the late 1930s, all of Europe was alert due to the fear of impending war. Atatürk was making several efforts to maintain peace within the nation as well as with the neighboring countries. Countries within the Balkan region decided to create a pact in Ankara. While there, the foreign visitors had a chance to meet Sabiha and they gave her an opportunity to go on a tour in the Balkan countries. So in 1938, Sabiha boarded her bomber plane alone in Istanbul and headed for Athens in Greece and then to Sofia in Bulgaria. In her next stop in Belgrade, Serbia, she was awarded the country's highest military decoration. and then took off to her last city in Bucharest, Romania. In every city, celebrations took place when she arrived. Everyone looked up into the sky as Sabiha smoothly glided her plane in loops and other tricks that would send the crowds roaring. The tour lasted 5 days and she had flown nearly 2000 miles over the rugged mountains of the Balkans. It was a huge success. The tour showcased the advancements and capabilities of women in Turkey and the strength of the country's military. 
all over the world, people were talking about Turkish women more than any other country's women. The newspapers called Sabiha the flying girl who represented the freedom Turkish women had. When Sabiha arrived back home in Turkey, she was given a grand welcome on the airfield. The Turkish people were proud of her for representing them in a graceful and exemplifying manner. However, tragedy struck later that year. Ataturk passed away after a long period of illness. Sabiha and the rest of the Turkish nation mourned heavily at the loss of their founding father. But after a few months of grief, Sabiha got back up on her feet. She joined the Turkish flight school again, but this time as the chief trainer. She continued to train young, aspiring pilots and carried forward Ataturk's goal and legacy of building a modern nation backed by an advanced aviation network. She continued to train students at the school for 18 years until 1954. She flew around the world promoting the Turkish nation till 1964. By the end of her flying career, she amassed more than 8,000 hours worth of flying time on 22 different types of aircrafts. Sabiha passed away in 2001 at the age of 88, just a few weeks after Istanbul's second airport was named in her honour. Her story is one of miracles and dedication. It is a tale of hope and perseverance. Sabiha set the example of what an accomplished and liberated woman can achieve. Women all over Turkey and the rest of the world felt an immense sense of empowerment when they saw all that Sabiha accomplished. She remains an important figure in history as she paved the way for women in aviation and in other male-dominated industries. It is important to highlight the role that Ataturk played in her life. It goes to prove the benefits of having a proper male figure in young girls' lives to encourage them to think that not even the sky is the limit. With this, we reach the end of today's episode. We would love to know how the story of Sabiha Gokchen has inspired you. Share your thoughts by connecting with us on our social media handle at eblogmedia on Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. For more stories of immaculate women who shattered glass ceilings, subscribe now to the Women in History podcast.